It's Dr. Brian McDonough. Welcome to Coronavirus Today for August 1st, 2020. Uh, right now, if we look at the numbers in the country, there are 17,639,185 cases in the world, 4,579,761 here in the United States, 680,000 deaths in the world, 153,642 in the United States. Uh, in the world of politics, Congress did adjourn um, for the weekend. There is still no stimulus package for many who are concerned about that, obviously. The big questions today that I want to talk about, and I think they're important, are what about college? What about going back to school? What about COVID-19 in young people? I'm always also going to have a, a YouTube video on the same subject, which I will release later today. Um, before we start that, I just want to mention we're now in entering our sixth month of doing this podcast. Um, I was hoping it wouldn't nearly last this long, but uh, obviously the COVID situation continues. So we'll be with you at least three days a week with coronavirus today and keep listening. We'll try to give you the latest information. As far as young people, I mean, one of the probably, I wouldn't call it big lies, but big misstatements about COVID-19 is that young people really don't get any symptoms and they should make sure they're careful because they don't want to give it to old people. Well, truth of the matter is they should be careful not to give it to old people because the effects are far more dramatic and the deaths much higher in older people, the older you get. But young people are not getting away free. And I think that's where the big problem is. A lot of young people think, well, I may get off asymptomatic and you could. As many as 40, 45% of people under the age of 30 actually are asymptomatic. But that doesn't mean things don't happen in their body. COVID is working in the body and it is actually attaching to cells in the heart, the kidneys, the brain, the lungs, the blood vessels. Um, in people who were asymptomatic who were tested with x-rays later, they found that there is a ground glass appearance in the lungs in as many as 77% of COVID-19 patients. That's all comers, those who have symptoms and those who don't. And remember that when it gets in the lungs, it can lead to scars. And we've followed people with MERS, another uh, coronavirus type illness, which attacked decades ago. And we found that a third of the patients who were impacted by that, even with middle, minimal symptoms when they had the condition, developed long-term scarring and breathing issues. So there is concern about COVID-19 in the long-term. So if you're young, it's not a free ride. So please just don't think I can get exposed and ride it out. I got a 45% chance of no symptoms. By the way, if you do get symptoms, they can range uh, to all sorts of degrees of difficulty. There's extreme and chronic fatigue, diarrhea, nausea, tremors, headaches, difficulty concentrating, short-term memory loss, and this can um, extend for an extended period of time as well. Um, another thing, um, if you're thinking about going back to school and you, you look at different studies, um, the best study so far has been done by Yale School of Public Health, Harvard Med School, and Mass General. They did a computer stimulation of about 5,000 students who theoretically virtually went to school. And in the simulation, 4,990 were COVID negative, 10 were infected. And they found that if you screened everybody every two days with a rapid inexpensive test, that's every two days, and you then took people who were positive and quarantined them for 14 days, got them out of circulation, you were able to manage this at a cost of $470 per student. 
Now, of course, that's a virtual world, an ideal world. Nobody goes out. Everybody obeys the rules. There's nobody else these students come in contact with. There's no teachers they see. There's no people in the community in the small towns where the colleges are. These are just 5,000 students in this ideal setting. As a result, uh, the study shows that intense testing can work, but you'd have to get the results back in a day or two. Right now, the average results come back five days here in the United States, which make them essentially useless for that for that reason. So where we are is in a situation where if you're going to go back to school, you know the risks, you know the simulated studies, and you know the fact that there's a darn good chance uh, you will be exposed in that setting. And you have to make that decision for yourself. Are you willing to take the risk? Is that something you want to take on? And by all means, if you're going to, you have to make sure that you don't go near people who are older, obviously. Please wash your hands.